Select star from TBL course class where class name in left bracket underscore in left bracket again and then going up a little bit. <laughs> How do you turn his mic off again? <laughs> I already <laughs> did. Don't worry about that. Okay, good. Question Don't mark. Worry. She's been turned off. Please, please. Exclamation point. It's a good song. Remember that one? Yeah, it's a good one, man. I, I want to uh, hold you in parentheses. Was that Aaliyah? There's one hit wonder, and it was not Aaliyah. That's a real song. That's all. That's a real song. Wow. <coughs> yeah. All right, everybody, please, talk please, again. Uh, okay, Ty, your turn. Uh, what's the song again, Dave? Something about hold you in parentheses. Yeah, they say I've the line and they that. use the thing, and it rhymes. Please, please, exclamation point. I like Aaliyah better. Aaliyah's my yeah. jam. Try, try, try again. Pitcher what if, talk. What about Robin? What about her good uh, tunes? I want to hear some of those. Who? Uh, who Robin. Is. Robin who? I don't know how to spell she, it. She's a musician. I've heard her, I've heard her before. It's Robin, Robin with a Y. R-O-B-Y-N. I know yeah. it's with a Y. I don't need to know the rest. I know it has a Y. I can't name a song. A lot of them have an I, done, Dave. Yeah, but you know this type of person is going to have a Y. Dave gets angry when he drinks fair on point, that point, Fair <laughs> <point>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dave, you're an, angry, you're an angry sober. Well, you know what? It doesn't take the edge off. Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Hello, and uh, welcome, uh, and welcome to our Week 15 Dynasty Football Life program. Uh, we have Jumpy Jason over here. Yep. I think he's afraid of mice. Super jumpy. Yes, he's terrified of mice, Dave. Because his liking cats is a new development, so I think there's a correlation <laughs> well, there. Well, that's why I got a cat. <laughs> I got a cat because I'm terrified <laughs> of the mice. <laughs> uh, we also have Tippy Toe Ty, who hates disturbing people and had a brief stint in ballet. Two years jab, three years tap, and a little <laughs> bit of ballet. That's, that's a few quite years. Quite a dance resume. Are you still doing it? <laughs> I mean, you never stop, Dave. You never once, stop. You, once you start the you, art of you can't ballet, quit ballet. It's in the heart. No, there's one late either. <laughs> you signed that, man. <laughs> it's like the Crips. Uh, we have Curious Chris, uh, who now has ten ribs, uh, and myself, <laughs> uh, Dirty Dinosaur <laughs> ten Dave. Ribs, Chris. Uh, dirty, uh, dirty Dinosaur Dave, who is going extinct. Redheads, you know, that's a thing, but apparently it's not true. And I also stink. That's, just, that's true. That's just Dave's I'm way of bathing. I haven't had an actual bath probably for about 20 years. We shouldn't have baths. Yeah, showers Shower. Well, nothing wrong with that. You want to see the unfilth? Get some bubbles actually, in there. I love a good bath. Do you? I need a big tub, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can put about three cups of water in my bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> at 6'1", 265 <laughs> pounds, yeah. I need a big fucking a big tub. tub. Yeah, 6'3", myself. Yeah, I get it. Well, something to aim for. Uh, are, we, are we humble bragging next to Dave and Pischler here with our high-end <laughs> weights? There's a reason I didn't mention my weight. Smell, so just yeah. enjoy it. Mention it's not here. Uh, you know apparently smells really, really nice? Our number 15 on our list. Ooh. That's going to keep people tuned <laughs> it in. Will, it will. <laughs> find out who that Wait is. for 15, folks. Find out who smells <laughs> delicious. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it was a week of injuries in the NFL, I'm afraid, for these guys. Uh, Geis, again, was injured. Tried not to Shocking. There. Uh, Mike Evans, that's a big blow for a lot of people. Especially people who had Evans. Yeah, yeah, me. That's the biggest blow. Just traded for him. Me too. Uh, well, I just trade for him. But uh, <laughs> Mark Andrews, that hurts too. He's been solid all year. He should be back though. Uh, he'll be back. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. He's, a, he's a question mark hoping to return. And Devontae Parker, who's been doing he's pretty well lately. He's been good, yeah. He's been yeah, amazing. Good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark, he yeah. left, uh, they all left hurt. Yeah. They all left yeah. hurt. Some will be back. Some will not be back ever again. Uh, well, hopefully that's not true. Uh, <laughs> I saw Rashad <laughs> Penny go down and Calvin Ridley. I did uh, read about that. Yeah. Are both done for the season. Uh, the list goes on. Yeah, there's actually five or six other yeah, names. Yeah, I, I feel like this is the ones. list of players Jay owns. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck there. I feel similar. The only one I don't own on this list is Devontae Parker. So you own Marcus Mariota because he was the biggest injury of the week. 
No, I don't oh, wait. actually. He was He's injured? not physically hurt. I think it's oh, his ego. His ego, yeah. <laughs> I sense. think it's massively bruised right now. Uh, the Tennessee Titans simply look like a different team with Ryan Tannehill at uh, the quarterback position. The Titans are now 6-1 and one with yeah. Tannehill starting. Yeah, that's been, Holy that's shit. been a revelation, bud. Yeah, and A.J. Brown has looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The seven games since Tannehill has uh, taken over as a starting QB, Brown has 506 receiving yards. That's of 20 yards per reception and four touchdowns. 16-game pace would be 1,156 yards and nine touchdowns. That's <laughs> that's wide receiver one numbers there already. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, and if you look at, like, among all the wide receivers that have seen at least 50 targets this season, Brown ranks third in yards Ooh. per route run. I Not like overall. I, like that I had stat. you guys go in there. I know. I read it. Yards like, I like per route stat. run, 2.57, yeah. second in passer rating when targeted at 124.5, first in yards per target at 12.8, and first in fantasy points uh, per target at 2.47. That's important. Yeah, are we well. seeing a star in the making, boys? I think we are. Yeah. We are because Brown is second in the NFL in receiving yards over the past three weeks. Robert Woods, 367. Brown, 333. And Chris Godwin, 325. So there, he's making some numbers. Yeah. Robert Woods looked pretty good lately, too. Yeah. I watched finally. the last game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Finally. Finally. Finally got Maybe at some point in time, I can call Jared Gorf Jared Goff again. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> No, I, th- I think it's also safe to say the offense suits Derrick Henry just fine. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> RB1, boys, since week nine. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yep. uh, he's solid. About the time I started liking him finally. <laughs> Jay came I, around finally. I, don't, I, I mean, think we're all on board now. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you have to be. If I own a player to. and he becomes the RB1 for like six weeks, yeah, I'm probably going to come around on him. Yeah. You put the right ingredients on something you don't like. And it tastes oh, yeah, good. Yeah. It's, no, it's for palatable, sure. yeah. yeah. So he's got some. Except uh, poop. Poop, no good. I don't know that from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I imagine it wouldn't be good no matter what you put on yeah, it. Yeah, wrap it in bacon, I'll give it a go. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's start in uh, on that Tell you, want me to edit that out or do you want me to let everyone know you eat poop? <laughs> no, I'm proud. I'm staying behind this one. I'll, I'll be, right. I'm going to die on that. All right. Well, we have 19 that. guys here, maybe even 20 that don't, I don't think anyway, but uh, now I don't know. Uh, we're going to start with our tight end rankings, and number one is what we're starting with. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> we like to be consistent here across the board. Uh, George Kittle, uh, 26. Uh, uh, George Kittle is like the high school valedictorian and the prom queen are all rolled into one. It's hard to not get butterflies in your stomach watching this guy. <laughs> beautiful girls will. A beautiful girl can make you dizzy. Like you've been drinking Jack and Coke all morning. She can make you feel high. Full of single greatest commodity known to man. Promise. The promise of a better day. Promise of a greater hope. Promise of a new tomorrow. This particular ore can be found in the gate of a beautiful girl, in her smile and in her soul, in the way she makes every rotten little thing about life seem like it's gonna be okay. The supermodels, Willie, that's all they are, bottle promise. Scenes from a brand new day, hope dancing in stiletto heels. I am now going to check your freezer for human heads. Last year, Kittle's sophomore season, led all tight ends in PFF grade 89.7. This year, he's been even better. Mm. So if you look at Pro Football Focus, the highest tight end grade since 2006, George Kittle 93.8 in 2019. Rob. Wow. Gronkowski. Rob. This is going to be a pretty... This is going to be Gronkowski heavy. 92 in 2011. Rob Gronkowski, 91.8 in 2014. Tony Gonzalez. Ooh, my boy, Tony. The, yes. the OG. He's not really my boy. He's just really good. 91.7 in 2006. Rob Gronkowski, 91.1 in 2012. And we added another player in here because 
Well, our number one listener, Dallas 10, will know you're listening. And also the number one Cowboys fan. Straight Named after the team, Jason Witten, 91.1 <laughs> in 2007. Oh, That's how long yes. that guy's been in the fucking league. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <He's the laughs> holy yeah. shit. Love that guy. Pretty crazy. Yeah, but uh, we don't really have to convince anybody on George Kittle here, guys. He's he's fantastic. He's probably one of the better blocking tight ends in the NFL. He, he catches catch the ball. Too. 80% catch yeah. rate this season is fantastic. Did you guys see that play last week? It looked like Marshawn Lynch throwing stiff arms. It looked like children trying to tackle their father in the backyard. Yeah, it looks like yeah, trying to tackle your like overly competitive uncle at Thanksgiving football. <laughs> 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 like he just he, he just looks awesome. Yeah, I think he's got to be your number one. Just awesome. given the age difference over uh, Travis no, Kelsey. He, yeah, uh, last year last year he was in our top five. This year he's, he's number he's, one. Yeah, I think he's clearly my number one. Yeah, yeah it's say, no uh, question to me. Last year's number one, I believe, would be our number two. Uh, yeah, that is general, true. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Now Travis. Kelsey's his name. Oh shit! Ty's I thought, always I thought, misspelling I him. Greg Olson, because he was my number one. Last is he number one? Yeah. No, fuck no! It's Travis Kelsey, of course. Uh, it's Kelsey, but Kelsey. It's always Seals spelt Jones. wrong. Uh, Ricky, Seals Ricky Seals Jones, Jones. <laughs> and Darren Waller. Oh man, imagine how fun that would have been. Yeah. It would have been a seal and, and a walrus and a walrus. And a walrus. I hope Ricky Seals Jones uh, continues. Arr, arr, arr. Uh, well, number two on our list, but number one in some lucky reality television <laughs> contestants' heart, Travis Kelsey. Most of you probably know him better as a star of the hit reality show. Catching Kelsey. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> la, 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 la. Gotta get that. <clears throat> my name is Travis Kelsey. He's good. He's good. He's game day, baby. I'm a professional football player. And I'm looking for love. I'm getting the opportunity to date 50, 50, 50 beautiful women from this God loving country. Sign me up. <laughs> well, hello, ladies. I believe that there are some girls here that could be the one. I'm in this all the way in. I say we get to this thing. Can't believe that's a real thing. If you're unaware, oh, it's a real it's thing. It's real. Thing. <laughs> that's a real. Show. It's real. It happened, happened and it's this. still happening. Haven't had the pleasure of watching. If you it. check IMDb, it hasn't actually been canceled. So I think oh, there's wow. another season coming. Wow. So I guess uh, nobody's he's a dreamboat. Nobody's nobody's caught Kelsey yet. No one's caught Kelsey. <laughs> no one's got no, on the football field and yeah, yeah, that's true. In his heart, he's more slippery in love than on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot to say about Kelsey. He's elite. He's been elite since he became a starter in the league. If you look at his fantasy finishes since 2014, 2014, he's tw- tight end eight. 2015, tight end seven. Gary Barnage. Oh, yeah. Marie I remember Bick, Gary Cleveland Barnage. Browns, yeah. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Barnage, second that year. I he, owned him for a bit. I was going to say, does anyone what remember him? But clearly, Dave remembers Gary Barnage. I what do. a season. Yeah, I remember. Absolutely. 2016, tight end one. 2017, tight end two. 2018, tight end one. And 2019, tight end one so, so far. far. The only reason he's not number one on the list is you know, 100% age. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a few years here. on Kittle. Few surgeries, but it doesn't seem to cause him to miss games. But I mean, there's a, there's going to come a point where he's going to hit that uh, that thirty something wall that I hit in my early twenties. It's going to cause him to <laughs> slow I hit down. My teens. <laughs> yeah. Is he is he number one still in redraft though? Would you say? Uh, no, no. no Going into no. next year, it's That's close. It. I think it's close. He's the, number, he's the number one overall this year, so you can do a number one overall redraft. I think if Kittle, if Kittle has a like a fully but a fully healthy season, yeah, Kittle can be. Your I think team. he can challenge yeah. him for it, but I think it, it's tough. It, it's a tough, tough call. One, it's yeah. a fair question, cool. though. Yeah. yeah, I think if you're getting Ertz or Kittle, you're probably drafting your team the wrong way because you're probably taking them in the fucking second round. <laughs> <laughs> or Ertz, sorry, Kels or Kittle. Yeah. I'm not taking yeah. a tight end in the second round. No, no, me neither. Just, uh, just curious. Yeah, depending if you have like a tight end premium league, which is becoming oh, more common than yeah, for sure. Just then, yeah, it makes some sense. But yeah, if you look at uh, Kelsey's 16 game pace this year, it's 134 targets, 92 receptions, 1217 yards, and five touchdowns. That's a bit off of last year. 150 targets, 103 receptions, 1336 yards, but 10 touchdowns. The yeah. only real difference is the touchdowns. And if you look through his career, his career touchdowns are five, five, four, eight, ten, four. 
I think the eight and ten are probably going to be a bit of a anomaly through or his career. career highs. Yeah. So you kind of have to expect more of this Travis Kelsey that you have this year as opposed to last year, but that's still. You know, for the next year or two, that's still a guy that can be a one or two. No, absolutely. Especially with the yardage and the, and the volume he gets. Yeah, unless the age catches up, too. No, it catches up. It doesn't look like it is yet. Not yet. No, I think he's still got a few more. Or maybe someone sure. catches his heart. and. No, as we mentioned earlier. And he moves yeah. off to yeah, that's possible. India to find himself or yeah, something. It's possible. It's good. If you guys own Kelsey uh, in a dynasty league, are you considering uh, selling him yeah, this offseason maybe while he's still got a high value? Or? Uh, I, don't own him, I don't own him in a deep dynasty. I own him in a pretty shallow dynasty league where tight ends aren't that hard to come by. And his value isn't exactly what it would be. But I think if I owned him in our half-point league with expanded benches, an actual legit dynasty league, yeah, I'd probably be considering selling him at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I mean, tight ends have a really tough position to fill. It's not like running back where you just fucking every year you just draft somebody. Yeah, somebody's hurt That's to true. fill exactly. in somebody. Like, like yeah. tight, tight, ends, or tight ends, the one, tight end, wide receiver, and quarterback are tougher positions to fill. Mm-hmm. Running back is the one where I'm willing to flip guys when they start to get signed their second contract or get a little bit older. Uh, Kelsey, man, I, I maybe be looking to next year, the year after. But if you can That's get true, a good yeah. value for him this year, especially yeah. if you can get a first-round pick for him, absolutely. Yeah, I would do it, especially if you have another guy on your bench. Like if you yeah, got like, Darren the, Waller for free yeah. off the waiver wire or something that you can you yeah. can fill in, then sure. Well, in the, le- the league I own Kelsey in, I have I have Dallas Goddard. I am at the point now where I'm considering yeah, in the offseason maybe flipping Kelsey. And over the torch to Yeah, to I mean, Goddard's a great player. I, I don't know if he's ever going to take over from Ertz. Spoiler alert. We'll, talk, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it a little yeah. later. But, uh, he cracked the top 20, yeah, by the way. He, I think, I think the, uh, the, the time on Kelsey is not ending soon, but I think it's this point where you may be starting to... Uh, Might be your last ca- chance to sell chickens. How's Witten doing? How's Witten? 37, 38? 56. <laughs> <laughs> 74. Push the 40, but yeah, it's hard to tell. Let's go on to a uh, guy, a young man, Mark Andrews, number uh, number number twenty three, <laughs> as 23. in age twenty three, <laughs> number eighty something. I'm guessing. Is he's that safe t- to say? He's a tight end. Yes, eighty something. What? His number, oh, his number. His number yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty five, maybe. I don't know. No, no, no I don't know. Ninety five. He's, he's in the eighties. He's in the eighties. He's a tight end. He's in the eighties. Pressure, look that up. Yeah, look that. I'm just curious. Pressure, look it up. Might be that one tight end who's not. Just fucking look it up. They do exist. I think there's probably a couple that might be in the teens. It's usually wide receiver. I was trying to be Dave from like the picture about Aaliyah. Just fucking look it up. Look it up. For fuck's sakes. Anyways, they've targeted this tight end. The Ravens have because that's where he plays. The second most in the NFL this season. So he's getting a lot of looks. There's no doubt about that. Entering week 14, the Eagles had 158 tight end targets and the Ravens 151. Uh, there you go. They're uh, they're all well ahead of the rest of the league average. Texans uh, are 16th with 87 to their tight end. Uh, Andrews himself has uh, 81. There you go. Yeah, so, uh, quite a you were close to yeah. 89. 89. 89. That, yeah, that's a very tight end because Jared Cook's 89. There's a few others, of Thanks course. Thanks for fucking looking that up. Yeah, appreciate that. We, we actually did. Um, the Ravens lost uh, love. Sorry, they have lost nothing. <laughs> no, no. Loving more things now. They love tight ends as well. They love uh, a lot of things there, mostly Jackson. But Andrews is only twenty three years twenty three years old and tied to Lamar Jackson in the offense. Uh, there's not yeah. too much not to like about this guy. No, there's really nothing not to like about this guy. He's a tight end three on the year though, yeah. this year. Last year he finished as a tight end seventeen. That was as a rookie, and that was also in a year where they drafted a tight end in the first r- first round in Hayden Hurst. So a lot of people really weren't counting on <laughs> yeah. Mark Andrews. He's on this list? Unless you followed the advice on our website. You know, not just humble brag there. <laughs> just had to drop Andrews over him. But he is, uh, like Dave just said, 81 targets on the year. And Baltimore will spread it around. They'll pass to all of their tight ends. Nick Bull has 37. Hayden Hurst has 32 this year. But Andrews is by far their guy. No, He's been really good out of the slot this year, too. 
His receiving yards per route run from the slot for tight ends entering week 14. Mark Andrews, 3.46. George Kittle, 3.03. Travis Kels, 2.19. Darren Waller, 1.94. Eric Ebron. Kind of surprising I saw him. <laughs> He's there, yeah. One, I thought he only like ran routes into the end zone. 1.7. Yeah. It's a bit inconsistent from a fantasy perspective. The season, I mean, 20, 21 points, 3 points, 11, 7, 11, 5, 3, 20, 15, 5, and 12. But his targets are pretty safe, and his yeah. touchdowns, 7 in 13 games. Pays for 8 or 9 in 16 games. It definitely plays in any league. Absolutely. No, yeah, he's been fantastic. And at 23 years old, this, we're yeah. going to say again for the third Oh, he's just a now. wee lad. He's, also, he's just a young boy. Did we mention Lamar Jackson as his quarterback? Yeah, that's offense, an exciting pretty exciting. I mean, yeah, I'll take, I'll take Lamar Jackson Him as a quarterback. And, uh, Hollywood. I heard he's pretty uh, good. That's quite a trifecta. Well, Holly, Hollywood, yeah, yeah, I like it. Hollywood's been a bit disappointing yeah, in the season. I mean, there's going to be some injury yeah, concerns in his career, but I still love him as a, I like Hollywood, as a deep so, yeah. threat for sure. As a yeah, person sure. as well. Number four. Lovely guy. Evan. Evan Engram, 25. Uh, he had a really productive uh, rookie uh, season there back in uh, 2017 there. Uh, okay. What is going on here? <laughs> Considering it's Where the fuck did you move to? <laughs> I think, uh, Have you been watching Letterkenny again, Dave? No, I haven't. No. It's a terrible show. It, it, it makes me remember where I came from. Yeah. Good memories there. Uh, it's a good show. Actually. Kind of funny it's sometimes. Kind of funny though, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing funny about tight ends. Uh, nothing funny about this guy. There's lots of funny <laughs> <things>. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been trying the whole episode not to say something funny about that. And it's really early still, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm only five beer in. <laughs> uh, I would say um, tight end's kind of a difficult position for young players to really excel in. Uh, there's a few here and there, but as a rookie, he had 115 targets, 722 yards, but only a 55% catch rate. But you know what? 722 yards is actually the most ever by a rookie tight end. Yeah. Is it really? It's a record. Yeah. Wow, I thought Ben Coates would have held that back in 81. No. Huh. I don't know who that is. Ben Dave. Coates does not hold a candle uh, to Evan Ingram. <laughs> I wasn't born. I was born in 1981, Dave. I, don't, I have no idea what well, happened that cold. year. No, you don't. I'll tell you. Uh, anyways, which was a bit of a knockout, uh, knockout him on his rookie season. Like, that's fantastic. Uh, his catch rate has improved, right? So he went from 55 uh, to 70% last year and 65% this year. Yeah, uh, but injuries. It's really just been injuries. This yeah, year. injuries have been a bit of a concern. But even though, I think he's missed what five games this year, and he's still yeah. t- he's still the tight end thirteen overall and half PPR. Mm-hmm. So he's a borderline tight end one. He's a guy that, you know, when he's played, he's obviously been good. Yeah, you know? uh, and he's played eight games this season. So if you take his eight games and you <clears throat> and you put that as a sixteen game pace, nine hundred thirty four yards and eight receptions for six touchdowns. Solid. I'll take it. Solid. I'll take that. I'll take that for some wide receivers. Yeah, I think yeah. Leads. Something else you have to consider too is they've been switching back and forth between quarterbacks. Obviously, the offense is a bit of a mess in New York, going from Eli Manning to Daniel Jones. Now it's Eli again, with Daniel Jones hurt. I mean, that's not ideal conditions for him. So, no. but, well, t- sorry, t- you said New York. Yes, I think they play New Jersey. Technically, yes. As far as I know, as a Bills fan, there's only one team in New York. <laughs> That's right. It's yeah. the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yeah, they don't play that. <laughs> and thank God, Jersey. thank God, New York Joey. has the Yankees because fuck their teams are a mess. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, the Knicks are good. Like uh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. You're right. You're right. The, yeah. yeah the, well, you got the Knicks. Yeah, you got the like Rangers. The Mets. I'm a Mets fan. You got the Mets. Quite no, good. I Mets. You got, my you, got you got the New Jersey Giants and the New Jersey Jets. But yeah, Evan Ingram, yeah. he's averaging 11 fantasy points per game this year. That's behind only Austin Hooper, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews, Hunter Henry, and Darren Waller. So that's a pretty. Not that's a pretty good average. He only had one off week, really. Yeah, yeah, it's see. really that's the one off week, and then a couple of really good ones. Five weeks that he's missed. Otherwise, yeah, well, we yeah. can't hold that against him. Who either. knows, right? All right, guys, we're gonna move on to, to finish out our top five. Uh, it's. Uh, are you guys ready to hang with Mr. Hooper? Austin, Austin Hooper, that is. 
I was uh, talking to a client today. Uh, client's just a fancy word for customer, but whatever. Um, and he was talking with his brother about fantasy football. And uh, I mentioned our upcoming tight end uh, focus podcast. And then he immediately spoke these two names, Austin and Hoopa. I advised him to relax. He's really excited there. I said, he's, he's, he's going to be in the top five. I said top few. Five. Is this a true story? This is true. Happened on uh, Saturday? Interesting. Yeah. I was like, are they talking about fantasy football? I couldn't really hear them that well. I'm like, oh, they are. This is going to be a fun interaction. (laughs) When you look at Austin Hooper's, I mean, I I have a hard time not ranking him higher. But then when you look at the guys above him, it makes sense. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. Like, I love Austin Hooper ever since he truck sticked that guy last season. (laughs) Or two guys. Threw him through the field. (laughs) No, he he, he basically. He put him into a new realm. He's now he's now an extra in Lord of the Rings. That's the realm he went to. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was thinking that too. But I mean, Hooper Great did realm. come back from injury this week. He went two for six for thirty-two yards. Womp womp. Not a great day. Not but all. he is returning from a sprained MCL after missing three weeks. He was averaging fourteen fantasy points per game and half PPR before the injury, which was the best among tight ends. He's proven to be a target for Matt Ryan. He trusts him. Trust him like I trust none of you here. <laughs> 67 <laughs> targets. Wow. and no, Actually, no, Ty, I trust Ty. Oh, wow. I, I've let him care for my dogs and cats before. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 67 targets, 9 games, 16-game pace of 119 targets. Not too shabby. Not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, and he did Not see uh, he did see 18% of the targets in his first game back. So while he didn't do a lot with it, that's kind of to be expected. With Calvin Ridley out for the rest of the year, you have to think. He's, he's going to see a lot of targets over the last three weeks. His dynasty stocks are not going down. Dude, six foot four, two hundred sixty pounds. He's a good end zone target. Mm-hmm. Six touchdowns in nine games this year. If you do that over a sixteen game pace, it's close to eleven touchdowns. No, I think Ty touchdown that plays. Ty touchdown too. What. Like like with Calvin Ridley out, he might be a league winner. Yeah, he could be. He's oh, one for of those sure. guys. He's and, one of those guys. And you might see a little bit of touchdown regression next year because his pace is pretty high this year. But even then, he, he's still going to see enough uh, enough targets to be you yeah. know to warrant the spot. Absolutely, and he warrants out. a league winner potential as well. Absolutely. I, like I, like well, I think I think with, 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 a couple with Ridley out, I, I, yeah. who else they throw into? That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Julio. Think about that one. Yeah, Julio. Uh, number six, here's a guy who gets the ball when they throw it to him a certain percentage of the time. Uh, he's 29, <laughs> Zach Hurts. Profound. <laughs> In-depth analysis. <laughs> uh, he's having another really, really, uh, really good season. I was going to say really, really, but no, that's a really good season. Uh, tight end six overall to tight end two. With a 25.9 on Monday. Yeah, it was a big night last night. Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, him and Travis Kelsey are the only two players at that position with more than 100 targets this season. Uh, the only reason he's dropped to six on our, uh, on our list here is age and the fact that he's now sharing his role, as we know, with uh, Dallas Goddard. Yeah. A little uh, share time uh, there. I mean, he's 29. He's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but... The fact that I think he's in a in a in a bit of a timeshare here, even though both of them could be legit. Like they run a lot of two tight end sets in, in Philly. Tons, yeah. But <laughs> it's not like the teeth have been that good this year. Them and Dallas are falling ass backwards. And they the have playoffs. and they have no wide receivers there. New. Yeah, that, that helps too. Jeffrey's out again. He's been out most of the year. Is it? J Jaw hasn't really taken on much of a role there. Where's Aguilar? Sean Jackson's there? gone. Aguilar's unfortunately there. He, he is there. He is there. <laughs> he is there. Okay. He's not really there. He's he's kind of like half yeah, paying attention most of the time. Yeah. He's return or something. Yeah. But uh, when you look at Ertz, he he does lead all tight ends and targets with 118. Kels is 109, and the Walrus Darren Waller 93 are the only players that are even close. Uh, Mike Gesicki. Mike Gesicki. Just yeah. put in perspective. Yeah. 
10th in the NFL in 10 targets with 62. Look at that. So 1 to 10 is double. Yeah. Impressive. 50%. 1 to 10. Yeah. That's pretty good. Zach Ertz's touchdowns. 4, 3, 2, 4, 8, 8, 5. Back to back. Eight touchdown years. I don't think they're repeatable. But as long as he's targeted like this, he's going to be fine. Yeah. And there's some people that are talking about how. You know, Dallas Goddard's going to take over. There's even some people think say that they think Goddard's a better tight end than Ertz, and that's that's just not true. No, that's not true. It's possible that maybe you know maybe the Eagles decide to to trade Ertz or to move on from him, but I mean they can't really cut him until 2021. If they do that, it's a dead cap hit of you know 7.7 million dollars. That's like 30 million Canadian dollars. Yes. <laughs> Checks Yezus. out. Yezus. So I don't know if that's going to happen either. We'll have to see how the situation plays out in uh, in Philadelphia. Maybe maybe they trade him. I don't know. I don't see them cutting him. Hey, remember when everyone was really excited about Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski? Yeah. Why can't they be that? They kind of are already. I know, but why? Well, why is that, it like everyone but, like yeah, the narrative yeah. is like, if Goddard has a good game, it's yeah. like Ertz sucks. That's Goddard's the, the future. Oh, Goddard dropped a touchdown. Ertz is the only guy. They can both be owned there. That's the d- offense is designed around these two guys. I think guys. it's just rare. It's rare that no. you can have like, other You than can look at Ertz right now as a top-end tight end one, and you can look at Dallas Goddard as a... Top-end tight end two. Yeah. Bottom-end yeah. tight end one, maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Treat them like, like receivers. One, I mean, two, it, falls off pre- it yeah. falls off pretty hard after, after Mr. Ertz here. Especially since yeah. they don't have any receivers. They can both succeed. If they, yeah. you know, if they end up addressing the receiver position in the offseason, then they have to. maybe things change. They need some speed. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson's clearly not reliable yeah. for, for any sort of snaps in the NFL anymore. Yeah. No, that's true. Things can change. Like, like if he farts too hard, he, he has an he's injury. Out. He's out. Turf toe. Turf toe. All right. Uh, number but seven. NBC Sports. Uh, hold on. Oh, hold on. In here. Sorry about that, <laughs> buddy. He's got a stat for okay, you. Okay, hold on. Well, you've got to be awesome. <laughs> I have to make my uh, moment. NBC Sports. <laughs> NBC Sports has a stat. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Dave. Let me know if you think this is interesting because NBC Sports tweeted this stat out uh, earlier. Zach Ertz had nine receptions last night. This is the 19th time in his career that he has had nine or more receptions in a game. Believe it or not, the only tight ends in NFL history to have more than nine plus catches game in a game are Tony Gonzalez, twenty five, and Jason Witten with twenty one. There's w- big Wood again in there. Eh? Played Wood, Wood, years, Gonzalez, yeah, nine, so. nine plus touch or you know catch games. So yes. Gonzalez and Witten have both played more than two times yeah. more games. Is there, so what do you think about that then, uh, Dave? Uh, yeah, Dave, what do you think about that? At the beginning, I'm like, yeah, whatever, nine receptions, no big deal. But uh, if you put the numbers and how many less he's done it uh, and how many less games, yeah, that's, pr- that's pretty impressive. Well, I think Jason Witten's done nine-plus receptions 21 times. Zachary's 19. And you're looking at 100-plus games for Jason Witten. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's, that's something, he's yeah. played yeah. a few games. He's played a few more games than uh, for you know, sure. There you go. All right. Uh, I like the stat, Pishley. Thank you, NBC Sports. Very trusty site. Actually, when I said it dropped off pretty hard after this, I don't think it drops off that hard. Not hard. No, drops no, off no, kind of no, hard after, after Hunter. After, yeah, Hunter. after Hunter. This is our last kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah. Although I like. I didn't realize Hunter Henry was here. I like a couple he of guys going up. Uh, number seven. Who's Hunter the next Henry. one, Dave? Uh, Hunter Henry. Oh, is it? His prey points. <laughs> he tracks them all the way down to the end zone and waits patiently. Sometimes he waits for a week or two, though. He does. Uh, but he gets them. And he gets some really good sometimes. Am I right, guys, for this guy? Oh, I think you're right, buddy. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, it's been an up-and-down career for Henry, largely Injuries, related to yeah, injury. Yeah. Missed 20 games over the past, past two seasons. That's an average of 10 a season. That's not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. F- fifth in fantasy points per game at the tight end position this season with 11.23. That's ahead of guys like the one above him in Hertz, Darren Waller, and Mark Andrews. So two of the three guys above him, he's ahead in points per game. Poof. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll have to see kind of what happens at the end of the year. The last couple of weeks, he really hasn't been targeted that much. 
Would have. He did catch a touchdown. Well, Philip Rivers forgot how to throw a football. Oh, last week Philip Rivers looked good again, though. No, I know. In general, though, the last. And Hunter like, four Henry weeks. did catch a touchdown. We also dropped actually uh, a big play. Yeah, it was an easy one too. That was like a good thirty, he forty yards around. I doubt it. He's, he's a, a nice man. He's yeah, a no. nice man. I mean, no, like in but a you don't have many though. kids. You might like, well do like that. in the minivan. Yeah, just or like they actually probably have like a fucking giant Ford cargo van or something. Yeah, probably all those kids around. Well, he's got like two kids for each day of the week. So literally, but. But yeah, his targets, uh, Hunter Henry's targets have been a little bit, uh, a little bit light the last couple of weeks. He had four targets in last week, three the week before. Uh, I don't see that becoming a trend though. He's averaged close to seven targets a game this year, so you know I see that kind of continuing. What yeah. would you pay for him for Hunter Henry? Yeah, like draft pick wise or draft pick wise. Like say you're contending right now. Yeah. And you look at the Hunter Henry owner, and they're nowhere near the playoffs. What would you pay for that for a 24 year old tight end with that kind of track record? I think, uh, oh, this draft is tough. This is a good draft. I think, I think he's worth probably a back end first. Uh, yeah. Really? Would, would you pay a back end, end first for him, though? I was thinking early third. I would say a second. I'd oh, pay a second, second for him. I think he's worth a back end first just because there's well, would that. you pay a back end first? For I him? would if I really needed help with the tight end position. Yeah, like like say you had, like I don't know, like like let's like, just say like you had uh, Johnny Smith, who's your starting tight end, or O.J. Howard. I wouldn't bother because O.J. Howard's probably. I would just keep O.J. Howard, yeah. yeah. But see a Johnny. Yeah, if, if I had a guy like Johnny Smith and I was kind of rotating between him and waiver wire fodder kind of guys, I, I would pay the back end first for him. I'd pay a second. There's not that many good tight ends. I'd definitely pay a second. A back end first, I'd have to really think about it. But yeah, no, I'd definitely. I was thinking late second, but then I was getting really cheap, and then I was thinking third. No, we're about you're to. Not, you're not getting, no. Hunter, you're yeah, not getting no, Hunter Henry for a third. He's 24. You're not getting Hunter Henry for a back end second either. No, maybe, you, I'm an you, optimist. You, you no. need to pay a first for him. And <laughs> Fine. I think you pay he's, he's an interesting player, though, because I mean. The Chargers are a team that's kind of in the flux right now. Like, who knows if Phillip Rivers, how much time he has left. True. Yeah. And, and even just like, he's obviously he's missed some games from injuries this year and that he tends to do that. But if you look at the 16-game pace based on his actual stats this year, it would be 108 targets, 76 receptions, 953 receiving yards, and seven touchdowns. That would be 175.3 fantasy points at a half PPR league, which would make him the tight end five last year and the tight end three in 2017. So if he can actually play a full season, just based on the numbers he's put up this year, he can be he can be a top five tight end easy. I'd love to see him in our top five next year. I would. I'm not even kidding. Well, you just said you'd pay a third for him. So I don't know how much you uh, how much you love him. But <laughs> <laughs> you're all over the place. Well, you're, you're not getting him for a third. I know. I know. I, I don't know if I'm paying. I don't know if I'm paying a first for him. But cheap. yeah, I, I could definitely see. A, a I was thinking what, D- I'm thinking what what would DJB's offer me if, oh, I, if I had fifth? Hunter Sixth. Henry? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's six. And our league only trades five draft picks. He'd offer you an eighteenth. Uh, no, I want some Quan Barkley back. <laughs> I, think, I think an eleven or twelve is fine for him. Yeah, even though this is a great year. Uh, here's the guy that I drafted. I think first this year uh, in one of the leagues, T.J. Oh, yeah. Hawkinson. First overall, uh, my first. No, pick. but he was like a top five uh, or six first in a lot of leagues. Yeah, first round, yeah, 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 for, for yeah sure. not first overall. Sorry, okay. first round. Say, I think it was seven or eight. Or say, well, you're there. an idiot. Yeah, well, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> there's two guys with the name T.J. that I like. It's Hooker and Hawkinson. And they're very similar in absolutely no way. Two peas, two pods. Two peas, two pods. Yeah. Well, maybe they are. I don't know. I didn't do enough research to really see any uh, commonalities. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know if there's a lot in common there. But well, I yeah. didn't think it'd be worth a. Uh, one's up. old enough to be the other one's father. Probably that's the only commonality I can y- think of. You guys remember Week One, T.J. Hawkinson? Yes, that's the yeah, only week yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah, six of nine targets, 131 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, I thought this guy was, was going so to break. Excited. I was so excited. I thought he was just going to break everything we knew about rookie tight ends. Yeah, except he just broke himself somehow. He did. Yeah. No, he's, he's a rookie tight end. They're just not that good. No, that's true. It takes yeah. time. 
Yeah. I, I think I got excited after that first week, and then I had a reality check. Not just the injuries, just the production in general. A lot of people did. And yeah, and then obviously injuries have taken over. His, his season's done now. His final stat line for this year is going to be 12 games, 59 targets, 33 receptions, 367 yards, and two receiving Dude, touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would have thought he would have maybe more than doubled his receiving touchdowns from week one over the course of the season. But uh, he doubled them. I mean, thirty-six percent of his receiving yeah. yards came in week one, and fifty percent of his touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Iowa Hawkeyes though, Ty. It's a good program. Oh, uh, they, they developed some good tight ends in Iowa. Yeah, well, who Dallas, else did they take? Dallas Clark. Oh, you guys ever heard of a guy named George Kittle? No, yeah. never. Not till today. T.J. Hawkinson Not today. <laughs> and also, I think. This guy is actually my favorite of oh, the rookie I tight ends. I think I actually value Noah Fant over TJ Hawkinson. Fant, is, is he of the, the soda uh, family? Could be. No, that's Fant. Oh, Fant is and he's poor. Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. don't want to be part of that family. <laughs> I know, uh, even in college, this guy was great. And so was the drink. It was good in yeah, college, he sh- too. He shared snaps with Noah Fanta. That's in true. In 2018. And Hawkinson won the... Dave, tell me for this award before. The John Mackey Award is the nation's mm, top tight end and the Big Titan, the Big Ten Tight T- End Tom. of the Year Award. <laughs> the, the, the BTE, yes. <laughs> first team all-conference honors. Yeah. It's the first time we've talked about that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he was good, but I, I love Noah Fan, no, too. It's, it's I tough do, too. To me to and Hawkinson, I mean, he's tied, he's tied to Matt Stafford. Dave, would you turn words of friends off? <laughs> what the fuck phone is that? That's MSN uh, ringtone, by the way. Notification. What, what, like, that's the is 90s. That, is that ICQ? <laughs> no. Do you MSN have ICQ messenger. on your laptop right now? MSN Messenger. Can you turn off words with friends while we're recording, please? <laughs> it's, my, it's my turn to play. He's probably time. playing a bot, T. That's the sad part. Let me play my word. It's QI. I play that every round. <laughs> it's the only keyword I can get out there. Dave, are you not getting my message? Why is it every episode? <laughs> why is every episode Dave's phone either ring or fall on the fucking floor? It's a new phone. I don't want to drop it. I'm going to set it up here. Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, maybe, yeah. maybe. just put it on vibrate like 99 percent of the population. Maybe just turn <laughs> off like maybe just turn off like a goddamn professional. I'm loud and proud. <laughs> loud and proud with notifications. All right, number yeah. nine. Uh, I'm proud of this guy. He had a great week for me. I picked him up uh, in a, obviously a shallow shallow league. Uh, redraft yet? Yeah, uh, it might have been actually might have been the redraft. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, no offense. 22. Uh, I start. I started this man with confidence uh, and lack of a better option, and I can't say uh, I was disappointed at all. He, uh, he's he's good. He's got a good future ahead of this guy. Again, he's only twenty two. Um, I like this spot number nine for this kind young man. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna I, go I, up. I wanted to put him a little higher, but Ooh, again, like you're, in it, time, it's tough because he's a guy with a bit of with a bit of a question mark above him. But I think a lot of people are sleeping on the rookie. Yes, definitely. that is no offense. Maybe snoring. and the season that he is no offense having. Fan is up to <laughs> I'm, I'm imitating you right now. <laughs> Fan is up to 492 receiving yards, 16 game pace, is 606 yards, which would be the 12th most yards for a rookie tight end in NFL history. Yeah, that's pretty that's fantastic. Something. That that means something. I alluded to this earlier too. Uh, and what with three different quarterbacks? Yeah, but finally a good yeah. one, Drew Locke. He looked uh, fantastic hopefully. last week. He looked great. He looks so good. We'll see what happens there, but. Uh, yeah, and no fan did actually uh, injure himself on Sunday, so hopefully he comes back and he plays again, and he does hit that 606-yard mark. But if you look at the most receiving yards among rookie, well, four rookie tight ends among active players in the NFL right now, number one, Evan Ingram. So that's the highest for active NFL players, maybe not of all time, which I think I said earlier. Active. Active. And then Mark Andrews, 552, George Kittle, 515, Chris Herndon, 502, Jordan Reed, 499. And then Noah Fant currently at 492 on pace for 605, which would be the second most among for rookie receiving yards among any active players. But not to mention he's shown some big play abilities as well because he has two plays of 40 plus uh, yards 
that ties him second with uh, Kittle. And uh, Kelsey leads the way with uh, three. And, and, like, when you look at it, like, Jordan Reed at 499, was that, what, three games? <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, the really. most games ever played. In Jordan Reed is actually his one game. He was really good, though. Wasted potential. Yeah, it's too bad on Jordan Reed. I know. Well, here's the guy, number 10, I think he's got a lot of potential. He is 27. Uh, it's Darren Waller. Um yeah, he's come back to life the last uh, couple of weeks after hitting a bit of a mid-season lull. Um, he had 73 yards last week after 100 yards the week prior, so not too bad there, eh, fellas? Not too uh, bad at good. But despite a low pretty touchdown total, only, only three uh, on the year, uh, he's been largely safe, a bet for targets. 93 targets? Yes, yes. This year. I think uh, it's only behind Kelsey and Ertz this season. Um, he's also graded very well. Uh, with our friends at uh, PFF. I wish they were friends, Dave. Yeah, I know. They're just, just a request. They're, they're, just a web, <laughs> they're just a website we peruse regularly. We are perusers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I like them. Yeah, yeah. Look at their grades in PFF. George Kittle, 93.7. Mark Andrews, 90. Hunter Henry, 83.1. Darren Waller, 82.9. Travis Kelsey, 82.1. That's a pretty nice grade for uh, Darren Waller there. Yeah, and I, I think also Mark Andrews and George Kittle are so far ahead of anybody else. I know. It's, it's <laughs> insane. Yeah. Bit of a gap. Like, like, even, like that, that is well, ten points for for George Kittle and seven points for Mark Andrews. That's that's uh, that's a big dip. Yeah. Okay. And, but speaking of dips, Ooh. remember when Waller's Coward? targets dipped a bit when Hunter Renfro was getting a little more involved? Yeah. Weeks nine and twelve, Renfro yeah, yeah. averaged six targets a game. Waller averaged about four during that span. Past two weeks, Waller's averaged seven and a half targets a game though with Renfro out. It's helped his fantasy value greatly. Eh, Waller needs targets and yards, though. He's gotten a few of those since signing his big contract. And it's nothing to do with him just mm. getting a contract and being lazy. I think it's just coinciding with the fact that he's now a millionaire. Mm. Yeah. He could be one of those guys that could win you something, though, with uh, this week Renfro out. With the Oakland Raiders offense? Yeah. Well, Renfro's been out for Renfro. Yeah, well, last couple weeks he's been good. Renfro's playing yeah. this week, though, isn't he? No, I don't think so. No, he's questionable again this is week. He's questionable I, again. I, I still had an O. I still had an O, I thought. I thought he was supposed to be back this Either week. Either way, I think. I mean, it's Tuesday, so we don't know yet. It's, it's going to be two days before you know for sure, but either if, way, if, if uh, Renfro's out, yeah, for sure. Either way, I think he's okay. He's he's been by far Oakland's best receiver this year. He has 880 yards on the year, and that's well ahead of Tyrell Williams 524, Hunter Renfro 396. Not even really close. His catch rate is what 77.4, nine and a half yards for target. That's a pretty nice number. You really can't take anything away from what Darren Waller's done this year. I think the only reason you may look at him as you know maybe a potential sell is if the Raiders decide to. You know, maybe they spend a high draft pick on a, a rookie wide receiver that might take something away from him. No, for, especially if they draft a guy like CeeDee Lamb or Henry Ruggs or LaVishka Cheneau. I like that guy. LaVishka. Like which, I mean, they definitely should do. They definitely should. I mean, they have to replace Antonio Brown's... Uh, <laughs> Antonio Brown's production there, which is just <laughs> outstanding this year. Uh, I think Waller's targets and yards are going to drop a little, but I think there's not much above him, really. Like It's not like there's like a... A glut of excellent tight ends. You have a guy with a carved out role. He's got a big contract. They're going to make sure he's involved in the offense. Be, he, he's going to be fine. If they do decide, uh, say like CeeDee Lamb falls to them, and they draft him with one of their two first round picks, do you think you would, uh, if it, as a Darren Waller owner, would you be looking to sell him in the offseason? E, no. You still, you're still confident in that? I don't think we'll get enough for him, man. He said E, no. I, said I think e, e, no. no. Okay. I think you get a pretty decent. What are you getting for him, though? I think you get a pretty like, decent like, return. Uh, what? What pick are you are you willing to give up? Well, in this hypothetical situation, this is happening after the rookie draft already. Oh, after the rookie draft, because you know they have C. Lamb or Gotcha. Rugs, so. but no, 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 I'm talking after our rookie draft though. 
Not the NFL rookie draft. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's makes sense. So let's say before we draft, what are you taking? What would you part with? What would you take in order to part with? Yeah, you know what? You're probably not getting a first for him, and I'm not trading for a second. Definitely getting a first for him. Yeah, you're right. I'm probably I'm just hanging on as a Darren Waller. If I'm taking, if I'm getting a second, it's a high second. Absolutely. If I'm getting a low third or high third, I'm thinking about it. It, it all depends on your league. Like how many how many tight ends are taken in your league? Like like how, how deep is the bench? Is I think it's very league dependent. But we think about a lot of things. I, I like Waller a lot, them. but but I mean there is some options I think coming up that are guys that haven't blown up yet. They might be able to get for cheaper. So say you can flip yeah, Waller. You can, yeah. Say you get a second round pick or third round pick for Waller. Plus, Mike and they can go and throw a fourth yeah. round pick for a guy that's you know a little further down the list, is a little younger. I don't think you're doing too bad. Well, I think yeah. you could trade. As I just said, I think you could trade Darren Waller for a second and Mike Kosicki or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Consider that. It's a consideration. A thir- I would even take a third in Mike Kosicki with this draft. I would take the third, just I'm not that interested in third round picks. It has to be a top four. For me, considering, considering it. Most of my best two, players sorry. are third round picks. For me, yeah. Well, I rarely ever hit in the first. I always get the random, like, holy shit, I can't believe this guy worked out. <laughs> Love those guys. Sweet. Love those guys. Yeah. Shouldn't bet on that, but right. good so, out. Uh, no, don't bet on that. Let's move on to number 11, OJ Howard. There's two guys named OJ that I like. Both have killed on a Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Howard Moore recently. Oh, no. I think the other one's uh, 94. Anyways, <laughs> Jesus, Dave. Leggy. <laughs> oh, 94. Oh. Come on. It's been 24. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least OJ's only killing his fantasy owners, not Nicole. And, uh, yeah. Ron Cole, <laughs> oh, man. Ty so. took it further. <laughs> you have to take it further. Didn't We're going to own this now. Dave got us into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just do it. Uh, uh, all right. Well, let's talk about OJ Howard. <laughs> Ty? Yeah, you guys know I loved O.J. Howard coming into the year. No shit. Yeah, for 18th overall pick in 2017. Last season, he was awesome. 34 catches, 565 yards, and five touchdowns, only 10 games. 16-game pace would have been 904 yards, eight touchdowns, 55 catches. That's 165 points and half PPR. That would have put him the tight end five behind only Kelsey, Ertz, Kittle, and Ebron. Ebron. Yeah, Ebron was good last Ebron. year. Ebron. Yeah, that's probably repeatable. But there was plenty of evidence to support a breakout for this guy. I still think that he's a potential superstar in the waiting. And he could be way too low on our list. <laughs> I like but him, he might uh, be way too high. I don't know. Yeah. I, I own him. Like, I have owned him in, I, in not a deep, deep league. And I couldn't hang on to him. But On any other team, this guy would be five, five spots higher. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like Bruce Arians just doesn't like tight ends. He's and slot, it's clear. Like he's a slot guy. But Mike Evans, probably out for the season. O.J. Yeah. Howard might have a bit of a renaissance, even though he's never had the sons to begin with. Oh, yeah, that good. But, that I mean, let's see what he can year. do in the final few weeks. I think it's likely the Buccaneers maybe throw it to Howard a little more. I mean, he went for four, He went, what, four or five last week? I think 73, 73 yards. yards yeah. Solid. Evan out most of the game after his big touchdown hamstring issue. Yeah. I think he looks good when he's actually targeted, but uh, you never know when Winston's actually going to throw it him. I think maybe Howard, maybe Bruce Arians will give Howard the opposite team's jersey. And then <laughs> he'll pretend to be a DB. <laughs> and then Winston will magically fucking hit him right between the numbers. And Winston will throw We're really hard on this guy, aren't we? <laughs> I like James Winston. Winston. <laughs> yeah. I own him so many I'm leagues. afraid to watch him play now. He's great in fantasy, but fuck, he's I like, terrible to I watch. Like, yeah. I like James Winston. He might throw for 5,000 yards this year. Well, Which way are they going, though? And 2,000 touchdowns. <laughs> or 2,000 2000 interceptions. 2,000 I mean, uh, yeah. touchdowns and 2,050 interceptions. Like. Well, um, can we move on to the next guy who has not thrown a interception? Because that would be weird. We're that talking about tight ends. That would be weird. I wonder if there is one. I'm sure there's one out there. Pitcher, okay. fucking look it up. <laughs> <laughs> you see the uh, wide receiver throw the ball every once in a while. I'm sure a tight end's thrown it. And if they did, I would guess it'd be intercepted. Don't, you don't have to look that one up. It's not necessary. I'm going to look it up alone later at night. I've got nothing else no, to do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, 
Head-to-head. Number 12, uh, Dallas Goddard, 24. He's the other uh, part of the uh, tandem there in Philly. He was born on a sunny day in 95 in a little town of Brighton, South Dakota. He played college ball at South Dakota State. Not much of a traveler. No, too far not, there. not the adventurous. <laughs> uh, uh, second round. Um, Bit of a mama's way here. <laughs> second round pick in 2018. So far uh, in his uh, so far in his early career, uh, he's found the end zone eight times. He's tied last year's total and has already caught more passes. I see this guy possibly cracking the top ten sooner rather than later. What are, you, uh, what are your thoughts, Ty? We'll start with you. Do you have thoughts on this? I got some thoughts on Dallas Goddard. I think, you know, there's a chance he ends up in our top 10. He's kind of been in and out of there the last couple of weeks for us. Oh, so we he's were, already had a taste. When we were getting rid of this episode, he got a taste of it. But, <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty obvious roadblock there, and it's the fact Zach Ertz is still in Philly, and Zach Ertz is still the better tight end. Do you remember, Ty, like a couple of weeks ago where I did my dynasty buy sell, and my dynasty buy was Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. My dynasty sell was Dallas Goddard after he blew up, and it was like he was the, the fucking creme de la creme, and Zach Ertz was old yeah. and washed up. That could happen every week. Yeah, yeah it can. every week one of them's gonna score. One of them might not. Both of them might score some weeks. That's what the the, the issue you run into in a, in a two tight end set like that. These guys run. Yeah, and I see Eagles fans every single week talk about it. Like, oh, Zach Ertz is you know one of the greatest of all time. And then you know next week, like, oh, Dallas Carter's better than him anyway. We should probably just <laughs> yeah. Then they boost Santa Claus. So like we yeah. know how the fans are there. And it's not just on Eagles fans. A lot of teams do it with their players, but mm-hmm. but as long as he doesn't pull a Joel Embiid, Raptors fan. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at the numbers between uh, Ertz and. Uh, Goddard this season, obviously Ertz has had a lot more targets. He's had a lot more yards, but you know, catch percentage Ertz sixty six point four, Goddard sixty seven point eight yards per target. Ertz six point nine, Goddard six point seven yards per reception. Ertz ten point five, Goddard nine point nine. Uh, targets mean everything to me. So I think a lot of the you know, the kind of more advanced stats show that Goddard probably could play a pretty big role on this team if he was the number one guy. But he has to be the number one guy, and targets are king in fantasy. Big ten, huge. Huge. They're huge. huge. It's huge. Big, cool. big boy. Big, big boy. Anything else on Hertz? Not Hertz. Sorry, uh, Goddard. See? I got, they're all the same to me. Oh, I think the tar- <laughs> target's 119 to 59. Yeah. That says a lot there. That's it. That's it yeah, for I mean, me. It's 119 to 59. Yeah. The day it becomes 119 to 119, I'm still happy. <laughs> the day what? it becomes 59 to 119, well, I don't want Hertz anymore. Also, the day it becomes one nineteen to one nineteen, don't start any Philly wide receivers. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely don't. Definitely Smart do not. Tight ends all day I mean, long. I mean, hey, the day it becomes one nineteen and fifty nine, don't start any Philly's fucking wide receivers. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Alshon's good when he plays. Yeah, you're right. What? Yeah, when does he usually. play? Not often. Do Do you have Do you have the fucking abacus to tell us when he plays? Two weeks ago, he was good. Last week, he started and got you zero points. Left injured, so fair, yeah, point, yeah. fair point. Fair point. Yeah, I got him yeah. a couple of leagues. hasn't been uh, has been great owning him. I'll tell you that. Coming in at lucky number 13, it's uh, David and Joku. That's correct. It's 23. Yeah. Uh, is it odd that I consider Cleveland Browns players victims? No, not team. at all, Dave. No, if you ask Baker Mayfield, he thinks that Odell's a, a victim of their medical staff. So. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Dirt too. Yeah, some um, harsh words there. Uh, it's a little tricky to rank this kind fella due to an extended absence since week two. Uh, he was a first-round pick in 2017. He's a tall lad coming in at 6'4", 246. Uh, when he was healthy, he put up some decent numbers in nine TDs from 2017 to present. That's really just a course of two years then, really. Uh, and he had 88 targets last year. So that's not a that's a pretty good amount of targets that's not bad, for a yeah. tight end. Not bad, yeah. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on cool. him? What are your guys' thoughts on this guy? I think there's a lot of questions on Njoku. So many questions on Njoku. Yeah, three games remaining. Do we have any answers? What's he going to do? 
I his physical attributes remain, well, top of the pops. But his gifts aren't translating to positive football plays. Catch percentage, 63 and 53 his first two seasons. 50, 50% this year, but, I mean, I'm not going to hold that yeah. against him. Yeah, you, you. yeah, for sure. And I, mean, I think a lot of uh, you know the questions we had when he was drafted, or they kind of still remain. When he was drafted, he had a great college profile. He's very athletic, but extremely raw. He's only 21 years old when he's drafted, and you can still say a lot of the same things now. Still an athletic guy that's pretty raw. Big play threat in college, 17.2% of his career catches going for 30-plus yards. In the NFL, I mean, we've seen him do pretty well with touchdown catches, but he's also dropped a lot of passes. I think, too, like David Njoku, like when, when, I was, when we were making this list, if I had made this list a couple of years ago, he would have been higher on our rankings. I was really high on Njoku. I, I mean, I've been really high on a lot of Cleveland Browns, and we know if that's how well that's gone. But, uh, <laughs> it doesn't usually work well, out. But, but uh, Njoku's still, what is he, what is he, 23? 23, 23, yeah. Yeah, so he's younger than most people on this list, except for the guy following him. Yeah, number 14, <laughs> this guy, 21. Well, even jumping back a couple of spots there, uh, Jay, Travis Kelsey threw a interception uh, a couple of years ago in 2017 oh, as a really? tight end. <laughs> so remember the last tight end to an interception was Travis Kelsey, 2017. Well, he's come a long way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hasn't thrown as many yeah. interceptions recently, but well, there you go. No passes either. So I knew there would be somebody. There you go. I knew there would <laughs> be somebody. Uh, who's the next one? Uh, number 14? Yeah. Irv, which is short for Irving. Irving? Probably Irving. Yeah. Or Irvin. Or just Irv. Maybe it's just Irv. Maybe it's I don't just know. Irv. Uh, Big Irv. <laughs> Irv Smith Jr. How old's Irv Smith Sr.? This guy's 21. Irv Smith Sr. is probably my age. 42. Yeah, it could be, yeah. 38. <laughs> Pretty possible. Uh, rookie out of Alabama. Hasn't played much this season. But that's not uncommon for a 21-year-old tight end. Or a 23-year-old tight end. Yeah, yeah. for that matter. Um, Smith has good straight-line speed. 4.63 is his 40 time. Not bad. Yeah, I think better than the 4.75 is usually considered good for a tight end. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I think he needs to work on his agility a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. some of his cornering is, you know, his turning, his cornering. He's stuff. not the best route runner. Yeah, when he gets some of that stuff, yeah. Yeah, could be a good catch, a uh, good after catch throughout the NFL and a decent f- field stretcher. You're going to feel yeah. young, uh, Jay, because uh, Irv uh, Smith Sr. is uh, 48 last October. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so Irv, age. you waited a while, bud. Found his dad, former yeah, NFLer too, actually, right? So Good for him. <laughs> but uh, Is it Irv or Irvin or Irving? I only saw Irv Smith Fucking look it up. <laughs> Fucking look it up. <laughs> I figure he needs something else now. If anyone's wondering, we're not actually being mean to Pischler. It's just Dave, <laughs> just a couple yeah. weeks ago, told him to fucking look it up. <laughs> so yeah. that's the new thing. That was the Aaliyah song, wasn't yeah. it? It is. It was the Aaliyah song. <laughs> yeah. But I think if you look at his, his, his second and final season in Alabama, so he played two years in college, he averaged 16.1 yards per catch, which shows he does have some field stretching ability. Yeah, of course. And when he was drafted as a guy that has the potential to be a good move tight end, somebody that's got you know some decent speed once he gets going. We'll have to see. Like nothing's really changed from him now, as opposed to his his you know post draft profile. Yeah, and, and Kyle Rudolph's not going to be there forever. No, but I think the good thing you can actually look at Kyle Rudolph's been pretty involved the last couple of weeks, especially I with feeling out. It seems like that offense, Kevin Stefanski, will scheme towards the tight end for touchdowns. And that's eventually going to be the Irv Smith uh, junior role. I think you mean Irvin Martin Smith, uh, Ty, born oh. October 13th, 1971, a former American football player <laughs> who was selected by the New Orleans Saints so somebody in the first found round, Wikipedia. 20th overall. <laughs> overall. <laughs> All right. Uh, please tell me you donated it because Wikipedia needs donations. Yeah, really? Yeah. Well, he's a football player. I, know that. I don't think I've ever skipped over anything on the internet more than when Wikipedia asked me for a $2 donation. <laughs> <laughs> I've donated. 
I always tip off. I always hit ask me later because I think, oh, you know, I might do it. Maybe I, they, I'll let them think I will I eventually. Do <laughs> I donated like twice just because I, I like, yeah. you know what? No, this is a legit website. Good I for you. To actually, give them some money too. Good for you. Yep. yep. I like that. Speaking of legit, uh, here's the guy who's. I guess legit. Uh, <laughs> legit. We're legit enough to be. Uh, 15, legit now. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to take part in the transition game here. But uh, it's not as strong as you guys. So. <laughs> He's 26 as well. Ooh, um, old man so far. Uh, Eric Ebron uh, wasn't nearly the player he was last year with Andrew Luck, but it's tight end and uh, he gets targets. So we have him here. Uh, he's like the cucumber sandwich of players. Not, ex- <laughs> not exciting, but it's better than no lunch at all. Cucumber sandwich. Hi. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had an actual cucumber. Can I tell sandwich. you a story about a cucumber Please sandwich do. once? Okay. So I just dropped out of university for the second time. That's too bad. <laughs> <And> Life <laughs> I was a little on the poor side. And I deci- I had cucumbers. I had bread. So I decided to make a cucumber sandwich. I put salt and pepper on it. Well, of course. If 21-year-old Jay did not know that if you put salt in the cucumber, it draws all the moisture up. So I'm working at a call center. <laughs> That's going to be some messy and bread. My man. sandwich yeah. was like I literally took a cucumber sandwich, dipped it in the ocean, <laughs> and decided to snack on it. The bread was squishy. It was the grossest Nasty. thing I've ever eaten in my life, and I can't eat a cucumber. I used to love cucumber sandwiches like That's the queen does with oh, are you high cu- tea. Oh, you and the queen, eh? <laughs> ever since that day, man, I cannot look at a cucumber without wow. gagging. That's a sad story. And yeah. funny. Yeah, so don't be poor. Too. Don't salt your cucumbers if you're going to make I wouldn't know that. I'm 40. I still don't. I guess I never had one, but that's good to know. Well, you should have one. Just, just should. don't salt it <laughs> six hours before you eat it, or <laughs> else you're going to end up chewing on a <laughs> fucking piece of the ocean. I have chewed on worse. Only thing no. soggier than Jay's cucumber sandwich would be uh, Eric Ebron's 2019 stat line. <laughs> 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 11 games, yeah. 52 targets, 31 receptions, 375 yards, three touchdowns. Average about 6.45 fantasy Ooh. points per game. No, which true. I mean, fantasy for tight ends. Not. It's, it's top it's, twenty, it's, isn't it? It's material. top twenty. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's exactly <laughs> half of what did the previous. But if, year, yeah, if you look at twenty eighteen, it's it's not even close. Sixteen games, one hundred and ten targets, sixty six receptions, seven hundred fifty yards, and. 13 touchdowns. That was 11.8 fantasy points per game. That's wow. when he was a top five he fantasy he tight end. Did, did He's not going to well, be there huh? again. No. But it was it was all the touchdowns, but that was also with a, a fellow named Andrew Luck. That helps. You guys haven't heard. He's uh, he's retired. Is he retired? Yeah, he retired. Yeah. But, yeah, you joked earlier about Eric Ebron, the age of being 26 and being a lot older than the last couple of guys. But you're not surprised he's only 26. I, 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 I feel like this guy's Eric been in the Ebron NFL like for like 30. 10 years. I thought he was yeah. 30. He he seems oh, like I feel like he'd been, been dropping passes years, yeah. in Detroit for like eight years before he moved on. Yeah, seriously, yeah. he weathered. He weathered. He must have been a young pup when he was drafted. Oh, he was yeah. a young pup when he was drafted. I remember taking him. Uh, 21, 22? I remember taking yeah. him. Twenty one. I remember yeah, taking him with a first round pick and yeah. a rookie draft. I think he did two season. years college, five, six years ago. Yeah, two years yeah. college, and he's in the NFL. Yep. And they didn't take. Uh, they didn't take up his. Uh, he was a first round pick, so they had the fifth year option in Detroit, and they didn't. So they didn't they pick did. it up. So they did the four years in Detroit. Yeah, shocking. I know. So he's at fifteen, eh? Yep. You want to know who I thought was at 15? Mike Kosicki? Yeah, because he smells really good. <laughs> yeah, six, <laughs> 16. 16 smells 16. good, Dave. 16 smells good. And that's just tight end intuition right there. 15 smells like old dropped footballs. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, tight end intuition. That's how I know. And I'm loaded with it. That's a thing? That's a thing. Tight end t- T intuition, it's called. Look it up. Don't look that up. Um Talk to me about this guy. I don't know. I know this guy. I know his name, but I don't really know a lot about this guy. You know his smell, apparently. I know his smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave judges men by the base of their scent. Absolutely. I don't know where this. So I'm, I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to change the subject here. And Please talk do. About what, what pro, yes. Let's what do pro this. football <laughs> focus thought about this guy back in 2017 because it still rings true today. They had different focuses. So I'm quoting here. 
Penn State senior tight end Mike Gesicki will often beat defenders on short and intermediate routes, but he's arguably at his best when targeted deep down the field. He led all draft-eligible tight ends with seven catches for 301 yards and deep passes, 20-plus yards in 2016. Largely affected by his deep-catching prowess, Gesicki averaged 2.2 yards per route run. Yipper. That's also Last yipper. season, yipper, uh, which ranked number four in 2018 tight end class. So, like, this guy's still got that legit, like, field-stretching ability. Yes, 282 yeah. yards after the catch, which was the most by any returning Big t- Ten tight end in 2016. He, he was awesome coming into the draft. Yeah, and, uh, this season he's finally started to realize his potential. Yeah, Fitz He's jived well with Fist Magic, posting 10.3 points in 16.4, and then a dud against the Jets last week with 1.1. Mm-hmm. That vaunted Jets defense. I think we've yet to see a ton of consistency in his big playability, but it's definitely there, guys. This guy's only 23. 24. 24. Sorry, 24. Just turned 24. Yes. Today. Happy birthday, Gesicki. Yeah. I don't today? know if that's true. I, uh, I have no idea. 24. Check his Facebook. I, I think i got to assume the Dolphins are going to go through some growing pains. Likely a rookie QB next year. Maybe Fitzpatrick's back. Who knows? Growing or growing? <laughs> maybe some growing well, pains. I've had some growing pains. You don't want those. Well, that's a lot but when, I was growing, for sure. when I was growing, I've inflicted a lot of pain on my mm. groin. <laughs> but, but can you not agree that the tight end position is one they probably won't be looking to upgrade? No, Miami, they got they have other they have other fish to fry. I would say. And they've they've actually been targeting Gasicki a bit. He's averaging six targets per week since week nine. And close to five targets a week uh or per game this season, actually, which isn't that's too bad. bad. Yeah, He's sitting bad. top ten in targets with tight end top position. 10? Yeah. Like we've said many a times, the tight end position, it's oh, it's tough. It's tough. Dave, it's tough. I have a quick question for you, Dave. Before we move on to the next guy, speaking of the next guy, are you able to uh, speak your lines without with a massive erection? Because it's Will Disley, bud. This is it's Dave's Will guy. Disley. This is Dave's guy. He's Dave's boy. He's my boy. He's going on 25 because he turned 24 October 3rd this year. Oh, we were way off. Those birthdays not today. I told you. Yeah. Well, told it, was, it was recently. I told you he's a Sagittarius. Pisher. Stop looking at that. Make us <laughs> look like fools. <laughs> You're making me look like an idiot. Only look yeah. stuff up when we ask you. Not you to, not, not to make us look decades, bad. So it's payback. All right, we're going to talk about Will Disley, what he does to my Jimmy. I'll tell you. He's 23. Uh, unfortunately for Will, his injury has dropped him 16 spots in our tight end. <laughs> Says Dave. Ranking. Says Dave. Dave wrote that, I, looked, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I can't believe Will Disley's 23. I feel like if your name's Will Disley, you were born in 1960s. Yeah, and he's not junior. You think it'd be Will just Will Disley Junior? Uh, he's Will actually Disley's Will Disley. Senior. He's actually Will Disley the fourth. <laughs> yeah. Really? I don't know. buy that. No, I don't think so. I made that up. Um, anyways, um, stat check officially. Yeah, I'm not looking this one up. No, please don't. Uh, <laughs> let me let me talk about Will. He's obviously been limited, as I said, uh, by injury in his career. That's ten games he's missed in two seasons. Uh, those ten games have looked pretty good, though. I'm talking like number one, good. Ten games, thirty-one <laughs> receptions. Oh, that's not that great, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 418 yards. Uh, six touchdowns, though. Pretty good. Six touchdowns. Big target good, there. Uh, it's a high, half PPR format. Disley has scored 9.4 fantasy points per game in his career. 9.4, right on the cusp of 10. Uh, fantasy foot points per game would... Uh, that would make him, what, I think a tight end nine. Yeah. On this season. So yeah. On this season. On this season, yes, of course. Sorry, this season. Yeah. This and we joke about Will Disley sometimes. We joke about Dave's love for him. But the fact is, when he has played, you start him. Mm-hmm. He's been good. It's just it's the two major injuries. Oh, those yeah. are good. One to each leg. Yeah, spreading it around a lot. Yeah, the uh, the Achilles injury, Achilles which is tough man, usually takes about a year to recover from. Disley's uh, track to return, maybe sometime around training camp. 
So fun. if that's the case, it gives him enough time to get back for the 2020 season. Thing. We'll see, though. I mean, he did heal quickly from the uh, patellar tendon injury. Yeah, he did. He's a quick healer. That he suffered in uh, week four <laughs> of 2018. So. A lot of vitamin K he's got going on there. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Lots of yeah, he's drinking a lot of milk. His bones are healthy. Yeah. Lots of milk. I've been Lots drinking of plenty of milk. Malt. Now with vitamin R. Now with vitamin R. <laughs> so we'll see if he can recover from the second injury as well as he did from the first. But it's, it's neither injuries are great for a guy with an okay athletic profile. I think that's being fair. Sorry, I don't Dave. think it's fair at all. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. But, you know, we'll see what happens. But if he comes back and he's the main guy for the Seahawks again, then sure. Yeah, he can't deny what he's done, though. No. No, no, no. Try to do that. And he's, done, he's absorbed a, a significant amount of targets. If yeah. you don't count week six when Disley left injured after only one target, he averaged 5.2 targets per game. And that has continued with Hollister averaging five targets a game. Russell Wilson, six-plus touchdown percentage, mm-hmm. looks at tight ends a decent amount. And the boy's accurate. I've heard Russell Wilson's a good quarterback. I heard he's quite accurate. He's not bad. I've heard Is rumors. that true? I've heard rumors. Okay. Pitcher, check that stat. He's no, he's no James we, we, know, we know it's good. We know it's good. I, I, I know that. <laughs> he's no James I, I don't Wilson. think him and Jimmy Graham really clicked like I thought. They Not at all. No, at Jimmy all. Graham was a nobody until he, went to, yeah. <laughs> until he went to Green Bay. Yeah, that was a weird thing. Uh, he was okay in Seattle for a year. Mm. Okay. But now, I mean, when, when he was in the Saints, like, not nearly that's as good what as you're Saints, expecting. Yeah. And, uh, he did not get uh, that kind of production. And Jimmy Graham's still a nobody on He's not in their top 18, at least, because our number 18 guy is a man goes by the name Ian Thomas. He's 24. The only man on this list that I, I just really don't know much about. But that ends today. You should get to know him, Dave. Uh, so I'm glad he's here. Issue. I'm glad he's here. He gives he's me right a behind you. Turn around. <laughs> Ian Thomas. He's a nice guy. He likes, yeah. he likes, well, likes jazz music. Does he? Former, uh, former child. Former child. <laughs> I don't know much about him either, if I'm being honest. Instant adult. Uh, well, well, it gives me a chance to get to know him and with Jay and Ty. Now I'm a little concerned about Ty as being his trusty messenger here. <laughs> well, let me <laughs> tell you about <laughs> Ian Thomas. Jay, and Jay, Jay, Jay you want to handle it. on my bench. Haven't started him a game, but the Panthers are a team that does lean on their tight ends. Yes, Greg Olson, been a rock for this franchise. Other than 2017-2018, he was pretty mowed down by injuries, really. I can attest to that. Yeah. Olson had... 100 targets every season from 2012-2016. And on this season, also was on pace for 95 targets, so it's a pretty good workload, really. Thomas, not a ton of opportunity this year. But I think there's an opportunity for the future for him, especially if Olsen... In, Olsen's injured. If his injury older. lingers, yeah. he's getting older. Yeah. Someone's got to replace him soon. And Ian Thomas, he's been learning the offense, man. He, he's going to be there eventually. Yeah. You have to wonder where the, where the Panthers are actually going. They did fire Ron Rivera a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And you guys probably heard the rumors that uh, Cam Newton's apparently on the trade block now. It's not going to be Kyle Allen running this offense, but it might not be Cam Newton either. Might be Kyle Allen next year, though. I don't think it will be. It might be. I think, I think if anything, we talked about this actually last week or the week before. I think if anything, they just go and get like an Andy Dalton for a year or two. I don't think you can let Kyle Allen. I'll be okay for year. Dalton. If you get Dalton in there, he he doesn't mind throwing the tight end. I need Eifert. I th- yeah, I so think I Dalton mean, Dalton would be twice as good for. Uh, Dalton's better than Kyle the receiving Allen. core is Kyle Allen. So yeah, absolutely. I think they'll do something there if they don't get their guy in the draft. I think they'll sign a veteran. Yeah, I don't think it'll be Kyle Allen. I think something will happen. But yeah, we'll have to see. They might actually involve Ian Thomas more next year. He could be the you know a he's future got, a future option there. I think yeah. they get to the point where he he's been on the team two years now. But year three, he's got to have a role in the offense. And he's a guy That's we fair. we might be trying to will him into existence a bit because Jay and I were big on him on the, the website when he got drafted two years ago. Sure were. He was a guy that Still we liked in the fourth round. I think he was a fourth round pick. Okay. Well, I'm not convinced, but uh, I'm listening. Well, actually, Thomas has the number six PPR tight end over the last five weeks of 2018 once Greg Wilson was out. With Greg Wilson a little uh, long in the tooth nail, 
34 years old uh, now. Thomas looked to be uh, great for uh, the next uh, role. Would you say he's the heir apparent? I would say he's the potential heir apparent. Yeah, yeah, I would think I so. I hope so. Well, I don't think I don't think Carolina's <laughs> I think Carolina tight end this year until Carolina can stop the run and actually play a little bit defense. <laughs> yeah. They should probably be drafting otherwise. Yeah, they got, they tight got end hole. is okay. They got other holes to fill. Tight yeah. end's not their issue. <laughs> no, running back is their issue. Is it the running back an issue there? Oh yeah. Chris, oh yeah. Christian McCaffrey's terrible. Yeah, he's he's starting terrible. To, he's starting he's to, terrible. He's starting to go down. I think <laughs> Reggie Bonifon's going to take it over there. Yeah, definitely. I'm joking, obviously. Please. I heard they're trying to bring back Jonathan Stewart. I like Jay I like Jonathan Stewart. No, I he was great in his day. All right, here's a guy. I, you know, I'm gonna say I like him. You know, I don't know if I do. Yeah, well, he's I mean, he hasn't played this year, so it's kind of tough. To yeah, that's what year. I mean. So ah, he, had, he, had, he had one game. Uh, number 19, he did. Chris, yards, uh, Chris Herndon. Uh, he's 23, uh, as you uh, may have mentioned. We couldn't uh, find any stats on this guy, but once again, my tight end intuition tells me we can see this guy higher on our list if he makes a return and stays healthy. He was actually a guy, I think, coming into the season, we knew he was going to be suspended for the first four games. Mm-hmm. He was somebody I was telling people to buy everywhere. Me too. I and bought him everywhere too. And I think the first time I did my uh, tight end rankings would have been in the summertime, and he was probably somewhere around tight end 11, 12 11, for 12? me. Yeah, 11, exactly, 12. in that range, yep. yeah. So he's obviously he's fallen a bit. Having the year off is, you know, obviously it hurts a bit. He's only played the one gear, uh, one game this year, and he's, you know, he's, he's obviously done. But if you look at his 2018 stats, they're pretty impressive for a rookie. 56 targets, 39 receptions, 502 yards, four touchdowns. That's in 16 games. But he only started 12 games. He was only really factored in on 12 games and still ended up with 500 yards. Yeah, but Ty, we're forgetting about the big signing of the week. Uh, last week, tight end Ryan, Ryan Griffin. Griffin. The far less talented, albeit far less injured and kind of less suspended tight end. Three-year deal worth $10.8 million. Four of which is guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Griffin was cut by the Texans in 2019 after being arrested for vandalism <laughs> yeah. and public intoxication. That's my kind of guy. I like that. If you're going to yeah. be arrested for something, it's not beating your kid. It's not like... Yeah. Dude, I can, I can it's just vandalism. public intoxication and vandalism. I've, I've van- I can stand behind that. I've vandalized. I've been drunk in public. I mean, he's probably a yeah. Muppet, but um, he's backup yeah. caliber in the NFL. And if Herndon comes back ready to play in 2020, it's hurting his job. He's signed yeah. until 2022 at a sub-1 million AAV. No, I think the Jets were just kind of hedging their bets by signing just Griffin because Griffin's been good enough for them. He's been fine. He's but been fine, but he's not a pass blocker either. Like Herndon's not known as a pass blocker; he's known as a pass catcher. So mm-hmm. is Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin's not a good pass blocker. Yeah, so that's it's kind of an odd thing. So to have both they're of them both there. kind of filling the same role, and I think it was just more to fill out the season, and maybe next year if there's an issue with Herndon or whatever. Could be. Yeah. I mean, neither of them are clearly reliable human beings. Well, Herndon, I can I can tell you, like we had. We're only doing the top twenty here. We're not going to. We're not going to do twenty-one to forty as a podcast. I want to talk about Dawson Knox. You, you guys don't want to hear about exactly Ryan Sprinkle, but I want to talk but about Dawson Knox. Ty, it was Dawson Knox was one of the guys that we really wanted in this top twenty, but we just couldn't do it. No, you can't put him in there. He's nowhere near that. Not yet. No, he's there. He's my number twenty. He's twenty-one. He's my number twenty. We just you know, we had a bit of difference of opinion on one or two of these guys. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But he's there. He's there. Gerald, Gerald Everett could I be there. Dave. Gerald Everett's another guy <laughs> that could be there. It's because Dave made us have Will Disley. Well, 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 we did Will. When Dave has Will Disley number two and the rest of us have yeah. like 24, <laughs> 25, he gets in there. He has one tight end. One tight Come on. Yeah. He's, number one. He's the number one tight end. I went over to Dave's apartment the other day and hit Will Disley poster on his oh, ceiling. Yeah. It's a t- it's There's a only one reason to have that. It's a very, it's, it's a very tasteful nude. <laughs> it's very tasteful. Thank you. Artist commissioned. <laughs> no it's weird because it was like Will Disley's face and body, but it Ron Jeremy's junk. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
That's, a, that's actually just Will Disley. I was Disley, a little Jay. confused. That's just Will Disley, buddy. Uh, oh, it is. He's okay, cool. Yeah. Who's the next one? He's a man rocket. Uh, number 20? Uh, rounding up number 20 is Jared Cook. He's 32. OG. OG. At 32, he's the OG of the list. Good old reliable-ish. Uh, Jared C. <laughs> Cook. That's Jared C. Cook, middle name Cornelius. Uh, I love it. Is that uh, true? No. Uh, I big can never fa- trust him. You. <laughs> you always make things up. Most, uh, most of the stuff in this show is like, made up. So just, <laughs> just so everybody knows it's listening. Uh, I'm a big fan of this fella. Uh, I haven't steadily owned him. I've had him for some good times. I've had him for some bad times. He's moved around a little bit. He once danced with the top ten, but he's dropped down to the, due to reasons known. To yeah. us, I think the reasons are pretty known. He's pretty, pretty inconsistent. Yeah. You're off and by two uh, letters, uh, Dave, Jared, Alan Cook. Oh, uh, Cornelius is better. I like no. Cornelius better. Cornelius yeah. it is. Picture edit Wikipedia. He's now Jared <laughs> Cornelius <laughs> Cook. I will donate two bucks for that. <laughs> I will too. I will too. <laughs> but actually, make it ten bucks. Ten I'm bucks. willing to pay ten bucks to see that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, let's change the world. All right. let's, let's change the world. Just one player yeah. at a time. All right, so name back to football. Yeah, Cook. Uh, yeah, tight end seven this year. He's a tight end five last year. He was thirteen in twenty seventeen. You, you kind of have to give him credit, and he he has a big he has some big game ability. Mm-hmm. Even last week. Uh, they're playing the 49ers. He had two catches for 64 yards and two touchdowns. And that all happened before getting injured. He left early and still ended up with two touchdowns, 64 yards, on two catches. He left before the half, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. There you go. And that's kind of what he's always been capable of. He's Throughout risked his entire up and career. down. Yeah. He's the guy that if you have a terrible matchup and you leave him on your bench, he's going to put up 25 points. If he has a smash matchup playing against Arizona or some team that can't defend against tight ends, he's going to let you down. But at the end of the year, he's still going to be a top 10 tight end. I kind of feel like Jared Cook is like literally the guy with probably had some of the best potential in the NFL. Never really realized it. He's almost like Jordan Reed if Jordan Reed was healthy. Mm-hmm. I fear. Yeah. Yeah. I fear like something like David Njoku or something might end up having yeah, a career I mean, like that. Yeah. He's, uh, if you look at a 16 game pace, 760 yards, 11 games due to injury so far, this would be his second best total in his career. 896 last year. Mm. 47 and a half yards per game this season. That's which it. is really, plays for tight That's ends. all you need, man. That's yeah. all you need for tough time t- fantasy tight end. And the offense he's in isn't exactly 37 yards loading. per game technically well, gives you a fucking move. top yeah. 10 tight end. That, that's the position there, folks. Yeah. I'm glad we wasted an hour and 10 minutes <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> hey, everybody needs to know about this. Everybody I needs know. to know the tight ends. It's important. It's not, it's not kicker. No, that's next there week. There will not it? be a kicker episode. There will never be, be a kicker episode, Dave. As much as you keep putting the show solo for that one. Every every week, Dave. Dave puts you're going solo in your post show doc and Ty and I yeah. delete it and still uh, ends okay. up back there. Well, stay tuned for 14.5 no. episode. It's just me <laughs> talking about kickers for about eight minutes. <laughs> Speak, speaking of talking about things that matter, Jerry Cook. I mean, he has been better lately. Ten and a half fantasy points. Yeah, game. he's been good the last few weeks. Since yeah. returning from his injury after week nine, bye. Prior to the week, you had two games at 10-plus points and four games below. Four, three, one, and three in the first four games this season. Yeah, I think in a lot of wah, redraft, wah, a lot of yeah. redraft leagues, you end up on the waiver wire, and if you picked yeah. him up, then I mean, good for you. You probably won. Hey, he could be he could be a league winner. You probably yeah, won your playoff. Yeah, he could round. be one of those guys. He could. he could be one of those guys. There's a couple of those guys, and he could be one of them. I just want to reiterate, I think O.J. Howard's a league winner for uh, I think he is, too. Yeah. For our listeners in redraft leagues, he's yeah. probably out there. He's Mike Evans is out. One. That's the guy that I would immediately pivot to right now. 
Out of all the tight ends right now with the the biggest upside, O.J. Howard's the guy for me right now. And he could be a league winner in Dynasty, too, because you might be able to get him for nothing, and he could still end up being a star. Hey, if you have idiots in your league like we do, you might be able to get him for nothing. I love idiots in our leagues. DJ Bees has made a career of getting things for nothing. Now I I have to beat him. (laughs) Stop trading with him, then. No. Just beat him this this week. Beat him (sighs) this week. I will. All right, folks. uh, Let's be tired to play each other. That's not as fun. Yeah, Yeah, we're playing in two leagues, aren't we? Yeah, we are. I get two leagues, yeah. So, yep. one of you is going to be a loser. Yeah. Well, hopefully... Well, both of you could be losers, I guess. Hopefully, we both win one league each. If you ask you both, our, then you're both losers. If you ask and our, winners at the same oh, time. Well, it depends how you look it's at it, It's communism, Dave. If you yeah, ask our parents, we're both losers anyway. <laughs> no, our parents are... Actually, poor. our parents, are, our very parents are very supportive. They probably listen to this podcast. Hello, Mom and Dad. Dad, I hope you enjoyed the special <laughs> effects. Special <laughs> effects? When we cut music into the podcast, he calls it special effects. It's kind of endearing. <laughs> All right, folks, thanks for allowing us into your tympatic membrane. Uh, you know, the ear is very advanced and it's a very sensitive organ. So is my penis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they both average 2.5 inches. <laughs> Read the next line. Want to do some more penis. comparison there? <laughs> That's my boy. Uh, fun fact you can't walk with, uh, without ears, you can't walk. Is that true? It's true. I looked it up. That's not true. That's yeah, not no, true. look it up. Look no, it up. That's not true. All right, well. Without, without <laughs> hearing, it's harder to walk, but you can walk That's what without I read. ears. Uh, Your you vertigo is instantly effective, Dave, you can walk. Are you sure okay. you look up without legs, you can't okay, walk? Okay, you can't walk. <laughs> I think you're thinking of legs. As well. About that, about that. <laughs> yeah. Your equilibrium is deeply affected. Deeply, exactly. Deeply affected. You can't <laughs> fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a fantasy football podcast. We're definitely not an ears in walk podcast. Yeah. We're going to get into science here. Yeah. And remember, the 60-60 rule, folks, 60% of the max volume for listening and no more than 60 minutes. So if you're following that rule, well, you're no longer listening, I guess, because <laughs> we're over the 60 minutes. But <laughs> or we should be yelling about penis size and <laughs> legs and ears. Missing and some good advice on that walking. That is good advice. Yeah. It's on headphones. Apparently listening. Dave thinks if you lose your ears, you stop walking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not going to look it up. That's stupid. Can't walk. Did you see that in a Cheers commercial? <laughs> it's not worth walking. It's just too much work to stay even, so you just sit down take a break. All right, Dave, I hear and you. We, I, I wish, hear I wish you. you had ears. I hear you. All yeah. right, folks. Uh, good luck if you're playing the playoffs this week. Uh, we hope you win, I guess. I hope I win, too. I'm not, but... You might. I might. Fisher won't. He Fisher won't. won't. <laughs> He's I, won't I will, but in a different... Con- the, the rest of us Consol- have a chance. Cons- consolation final is not the playoffs, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. not the playoffs. It's a consolation prize. Friendly way of saying he's rebuilding. Yes, he's okay. rebuilding. He's getting a participation. God, I hope he's rebuilding. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a lot of good draft Participation ribbon. Yeah. Stay tuned next week. We're going to start breaking down some of the uh, college, yeah, some of the college players, some of the rookie uh, potential rookie draft picks for those of you that aren't going to the championship round. Yeah, we're, yeah. I think we're going to go top five. Maybe maybe if yeah. we stretch it top ten per position. Maybe, but maybe uh, we could do a mock draft. Dude, then oh, you know what? Fun. Let's do a mock draft. Maybe do one round, maybe two rounds. Ty oh, versus yeah. Jay mock draft. Yeah, let's do that. And we'll, we'll post it, and we'll yeah. see who wins we'll see who coming, the yeah. coming season. Sounds good. Let's do it next so week. Keep your ears safe because you're going to want to listen into this. 60-60, yep, yep. boys. 60-60. Watch out for those two and a half inch ears. We love 60% of you, 60% of the time. 66. Bye, Z's. My life's a lie. I'm not who you're looking at. Let me out. Set me free. I'm really old. This isn't me. My real body's slowly dying in a vat. Is anybody?